Okay, let's see here. Yes, that works. Bruce, is your stuff working? I don't know. Is it? Yes, it looks like it's working. Captain Socks, is your stuff working? I don't think mine is. It looks like it. Can you say something again? Uh, is it working now? Because I don't know if it okay, is. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah. Was that a SpongeBob thing? Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce and the Yang. Hello, future people, and you are listening to Getting Tabled with your host, the Bruce. Hey! And then there's a Captain Socks over there. Yep, I'm back, folks. And Welcome then, back, good set. I am Thank George. You. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, Captain Socks was gone, because, yeah, Life. and we're, yeah, um, oh yeah, that's okay, right. Because... 19 adulting is not fun with five kids at home. It's okay, Captain Socks. I remember that you wasn't here. It's very clear that George doesn't care about you at all. I appreciate it, Bruce. I very do. No, because I've been locked away for so long, I've been working on a manifest. Is it Chaos Manifest? Uh, It's about uh, toenails growing. That sounds like something I don't want to read. I've I've had lots of free time to think about things that are irrelevant, so yeah. So what you're telling us is that every model that you've ever owned is now painted? Ah, God, no. (laughs) Because that's not what I saw in the Patreon post. Uh, no, I, uh, I got my Iron Labyrinth, but we'll, we'll get back to, we'll get on that. Um, no, uh, I, I've been suffering from a bit of cabin fever because I, I just, I haven't been leaving the house really because, well, things obviously. And so I'm, I'm going a little nuts, like, yeah, so. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that a little earlier because for those that don't know, I work in a hospital, so front lines, um, the only thing that's really changed for me is is that after I leave work, I go home and I'm not allowed to leave home. So where I normally would use my off time to kind of unwind, I'm not really getting a lot of that opportunity. Well, see, and I'm in a similar situation because the company I work for does IT for a hospital. So I'm not supposed to go anywhere. So I stay healthy so that when the normal IT staff is sick or become sick, I can go in an IT and, and keep the hospital up and running. So I'm on proactive isolation quarantine to stay healthy so that I can go get sick, possibly. <laughs> I love how you word it. I mean, if it's spreading the way they say it's spreading, it's a matter of if, not or not when, or no. Wait. No, you were I right. don't know. I, I was right. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> it, it's just, it's a matter of time. Um, so I, I have to proactively stay the hell away from people so that I can go be around people it doesn't make sense but it is what it is so sitting down at my hobby bench has not been a top priority so to speak but yeah well yeah shall we discuss some new newly received or noteworthy information especially about recent or important events So if I'm looking at the correct run sheet, you have it dated for the 19th, even though today is the 11th. Is that correct, Bruce? Yep. Hey! Yeah, right. Or, or, or are uh, you we, that we, far we, in the future? We are that far in the future. According it to says Bruce. the 11th on mine. I don't know what you're talking about. I Whoa, totally it just changed. Just but, <laughs> no, but the title, the saved title says 19 April. The date on the actual sheet says 11 April. So George, something's wrong. Okay, I can, I can are there, are there lottery numbers in it? I hope there's lottery numbers in it. <laughs> <laughs> they all win. To be fair, I did this at 
two o'clock in the morning when George was telling me that we were recording in two hours after now. Thank you. Um, I asked if we were recording. I was flexible for tomorrow night, but you were like, yeah, I'm working on a run sheet right now. And then you're like, what time is it? Like, you know, yes. for, for recording. And the I time said, that like, you told me, the time that you told me was wrong. Was it? No. I counted on my fingers. You must have run out of fingers then. <laughs> I was going to say, Marine, you lost them. You lost your fingers or something. Cause, uh, Shut something up. Something happened. I try so hard. <laughs> You're very right. dry. <laughs> um, first of all, we should we, we, we need to take a step back. We'll play the bumper again because it's such a great bumper. Um, apologies for missing a week. Bruce had some stuff going on. I did some stuff around my house and I became crippled temporarily. I replaced a door and it was physically exhausting and tiring. And 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 Captain Sox is just like, yeah, sure, this is fine. I I, I can not do tonight. That's that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I. I was expecting to, but then you guys said no. I'm like, that's fine. I'll, I'll, it works. Yeah, well, I, I'm no, assuming I it was, was a work, work schedule on. Uh, yeah, work work schedule for a frontline employee there. Pretty much, and yeah, I was like, well, I'm free all weekend. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. Oh well, okay. I guess we're not recording. <laughs> so uh, we'll do this again. Well, no, we'll, we'll just jump into it, the news since we're on the right run sheet. Um, so Bruce, that company that you regularly eviscerated for doing kickstarters all the time um is this headline true uh apparently um okay so to be fair we're not reporting on this because i'm not a fan of how often they're on kickstarter it's news that i came across last night cool mini or not might be in trouble um their annual report has been delayed and training uh, sorry trading of their public stock, meanwhile, I didn't even know they were a publicly traded company, um, has been suspended um, for, well, the moment, I guess. Uh, in their audit, three issues were identified. Uh, first was, I, I'm just reading this verbatim, a distributor agreement with transaction value of approximately $1.5 million, uh, and that apparently is linking to a news article last year where there was an exclusive deal between them and Asmodee, or Asmodee, rather. Uh, the second issue was the rationale and substance of the significant increase in the prepayment balances as of 31st of December 2019. So that's talking about a Kickstarter. Um, there's, it sounds like there's more money there than should be, or more than was expected or something. Um, and the third is... I mean, it kind of reads a little vague to me, but they're talking about a going concern. I'm guessing they mean growing concern because going concern doesn't. Um, yeah, th this is. Look, I'm not hating on Call Me or Not. This is legitimately news. Call Me or Not have been essentially put on hold for the moment because their audit has pointed out some some worrying things. Um, whether it's overreaction or whether it's like legitimate. I mean. They're talking specifically about something that's very obviously Kickstarter right here, um, but they're certainly not pointing out what I would point out. So I, I'm going to jump in here and um, put it in my two cents <clears throat> real quick. So not, not to say I'm a, a business owner per se, but I've, I've been on the business side of things. And I'm just sit, sitting here thinking, why is a company that is publicly traded, like on a stock market, when you're doing that, you're, you're making some serious money. Why yep. are you doing Kickstarters begging for money? 
to get a game going. You should literally be like a games workshop where it's just like, hey, cool, we're going to do this. And you vomit it out. Yeah. If you've got uh, you, that much stock profit, you should have the capital to put together, like you said, George, a whole new product line. Right. Yeah. Uh, do we know what the uh, stock identifier for this for them is? Uh, it's not on here. Um, a little bit later on the article, there's a thing. It's not clear where the growing issue comes from, but Cool Mini or not, did year in 2018. 0.07 cents. A share. Whole. Oh, yeah, they're in trouble. Where did you uh, see that? Uh, Google. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, I don't see that in the article. <laughs> yeah, it's called Google. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, I'm trying to, there's no chart available. Okay, so just look at this. So right now, it's point, or it's 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 seven and a half cents a share. The high has been 21 cents a share, it looks like. Over the last 52 weeks, the high has been 21 cents. Year. Yeah, so, okay. so... That that's very disturbing. That one, so a company that's you know doing kickstarters, you know, and maybe that's why they were doing the kickstarters, which you know they're trying to get people to back this so that they can stay in business and pump games out to sell them. Well, you need to take a step back, and if you're having a Kickstarter game when you're being publicly traded, what are you doing internally that is causing you to not have money to where you have to Kickstarter a game? If they're running thing, if they're running mm-hmm. things too tightly. Ooh, um, Bruce, um, did you get down to the? Ago. Okay, I'm going to read this next part. Uh, they had a what they thought was a manageable loss of 455 thousand in the first nine months of 2019. Yeah, I did say that. I hadn't gotten there yet. Cool. So, okay, so again, no, I was, I'm not hating on this, but cool mini or not, I, I certainly would not be backing them, and not for any of the reasons. I have spoken of recently. This is screaming that something is about to not be delivered. Possibly everything. Yeah, because if they're about like that, that's not a manageable loss. That's almost five hundred thousand dollars in nine months. How? Do, how? Like cool mini or not? Like board game wise, are huge. How are they not making money? Are they really running things on Kickstarter that tight? Because I don't think they are. I mean, I know they do deals, but they're not... I'm of the opinion that their deals are not the insanity that they're made out to be uh, on Kickstarter. I mean, there's certainly good value, but there should be profit in there. Clearly, there's not, unless they're making a lot of mistakes and having to reship. Or there's uh, someone um, up top that's getting paid way too much. Well, that's that's fairly typical in business. Actually, let's not go there. That's below. Um. Oh, here's an interesting thing. Uh, if you go to their website... There's an investor tab, like, front and center on their website. Just to see, show how often I go to Cool Mini or Not's website. And I'm just, I'm looking here, and it's like, they've got some amazing uh, licenses here. You know, they've got Marvel, uh, God of War. Zombieside. Zombieside? How? Zombieside is the most popular board game on the market. Without How? How, how are they saying, whoa, we've got some issues here financially? You've got a very popular board game. Why, why don't you have money? So the issue is, is it's not them that's turned around and said that we have problem. It's the auditors that have come in to say this, which means it's not inside the company, it's outside. So right. it has, again, we're not hating on Cool Mini or not, but the more you look at this, the more it looks like maybe they were trying to keep this quiet. Maybe. 
it, this is really worrying. I, I, I'm starting to wonder if, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe they do deserve some of the ire that the Bruce was throwing their way. That's not the ire. I'm not the only one. I, I'm certainly in the minority. On this, uh, like, the very first thing that gets pointed out is a $1.5 million transaction uh, with another party with an exclusive distribution deal that appears to have not happened. And they do link to when the announcement was made at some point last year. I mentioned this to Captain Sox before we came on the air, but does this mean that this is a news article that was linked to try and help their shares that was never happening? Oh, so so I dug down. I don't know. It. I, th- that's so, just me saying something. Bruce, I, I just dug down a little more. I dug down a little more. So that $1.5 million um, exclusive deal with Asmodee was also tied to an exclusive deal with Asmodee to Alliance Game Distributor. So they were working together on something that hasn't come to pass. Oh, unless that's the Marvel game. Yeah, that probably is the Marvel game. That and... would explain how they both had games within like weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. Well, so so, and I and I'm going to tell you this. You know, having owned a store for a little bit here in North America, um, there is two major distributors. One is Alliance. The other one I can't remember because Alliance is that much bigger. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to remember what it is. I'm. Alliance is the only one that I can think of too off the top of my head. Yeah, so if this exclusive deal that Simon did with Asmodi that tied in with Alliance and Simon did something that irked Alliance, I'm sure Alliance has enough way to just be like, we're out a million and a half. Can we get someone look into why this company screwed us out of a million and a half? Yeah. See you, Lami. ACD. It's the the article itself is vague on what's going on there, but if they were doing a deal with a distribution arm, in theory that would mean that some of the games that's not currently on shelves would be coming to shelves, which is something that I mean they do have games on shelves, but certainly not all of them. Uh, Zombicide and Blood Rage have been on there, but everything else I haven't seen. Um, granted, there is some games that are that big that they're going to be too big for store shelves, but yeah. So, anyways, um. That that's very interesting news. Um, I, I will say this: not very positive news. Look, hopefully things go well. But yeah, well, I I was just th- thinking back to was it three years ago, four years ago when we uh, we jumped on to record an episode of the Hot LZ, and the big news of the day was all of a sudden, suddenly, with no warning or indication, Spartan Games closed doors and made everyone redundant and put everything up for sale. Yeah, that's true. And hell, yeah, that literally came out of nowhere. Uh, and hell, we were, we were a podcast that exclusively discussed drop universe games. Uh, and that was news that we couldn't ignore. So, yeah, well, just because of the nature of, you know, how similar some of the, you know, d- d- the drop universe was doing ground in space, you know, and Spartan kind of was doing Armada, the same thing with uh, Yeah, Firestorm Armada was there with Spartan games. Well, in Dystopian yeah. Wars, where there was an air, yep, land, and sea. Yeah, so. Um, let's move on to something cool here. Um, Bruce, I, I'm going to let you, uh, talk on end about this because I know you're probably super excited about these, uh, these images that you've, uh, posted. Well, yeah, the great horned rat has been kind to me and has led Lee to give me little sneak peeks of models again. So Lee is the guy behind BattleBits, the company that makes the conversion pieces that we've discussed a few times. Uh, he has shown off. He's Wolf Rat, which is what the first one is there. I can see Captain Sox looking at. And the that is um that is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. 
So the rat ogre that you're looking at there, there's a second picture there where he's kind of showing where the slices are happening. So you're going to have interchangeable arms. Well, sorry, let's go back to the start. There's two rat ogre bodies. You've got interchangeable arms and heads and um, loincloths, not lioncloths, which is what I've written. Although lioncloths would be cool. Dude, yeah, get a, get a get a, a a lion's head and put it there on the as a as the you know the the privacy field. <laughs> um, so this is the sec. This is leading towards the second Kickstarter. He's obviously working on the sculpts at the moment. Um, this is not a finished product yet. He's still working on this with all of that detail. Apparently, he's not finished yet. I don't quite get how this. Uh, I will eventually be getting a sneak peek of this when it's ready. So, so when you say he's not finished, As like he's, he's not perfect. finished with the sculpt or like he's got more detail to do on it or or what? I mean, because that looks like a finished sculpt to me that just needs to be a, a mold made to, to make it. My assumption, because this is a completed model that hasn't been sliced yet. So my assumption is that he's working on the slicing and the ulterior okay. parts. Um, but I'm not... A, he said he's still working. I had this conversation at 3 o'clock last night. So, um, so this yeah. morning? Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Look, the current Games Workshop models are really old ones. Um, I keep on calling them monkey ogres because they look more like monkeys and or wolves than they do rats. Um, they did release new ones in the Isle of whatever it was box set but they're not the ones that they sell they sell the old ones for whatever reason um so lee, lee genuinely has a market here because there's a lot of people that want decent rat ogres that you can't buy unless you want to buy them. so th this brings me back to a facebook post i saw earlier this week and this guy was just like hey so i've just discovered age of sigmar and i'm thinking about starting a small skaven army that the is most actually well Based on my knowledge with Warhammer Fantasy, the most common comment I saw was, though, small and skaven, I don't understand what you're saying. Or, I posted the gif, inconceivable. Well, with the current rulebook, if you was just to go scryer, you can legitimately build a small army. Uh, you don't have to go big. Um, I've chosen to buy lots of stuff because I kind of wanted to go the skaven type route. So I had lots of clan rats and stuff. But if you go, if you go Scryer, then Storm Fiends become your um, battle line. Interesting. Um, I don't know what you're saying because it's just a bunch of dirty rats. So what? <laughs> Storm Storm Fiends are the rat ogres that are a little bit bigger again, and they have a little mini rat on their back with a brain to tell them what to. Oh, so kind of like the dude from Mad Max. Yeah, they so you came like... out. They came out along the same time as. Um, Thankful and Bone Rip. So they were I, an end times thing. I, I was just pleased with my uh, obscure reference there. I don't know the how inconceivable. Obscure. Inconceivable is not that obscure. No, no, no. I mean the Mad Max reference. Oh, yeah. No, you get pops for that. That's definitely obscure. But yeah, more ratty goodness. Yeah, no. Um. So one, the uh, wolf rat or whatever, that first image. I love that because you can distinctly see a bandage covering the eyes. So that means this wolf rat uses nothing but its other senses, primarily smell, to do what it does. Mm -hmm. And that is so rat-like that it just makes me... It makes me disgusted that something that big and grotesque-looking is sniffing for me to eviscerate. Well, if somebody needs to be eviscerated, I'm sure it's you. Sure, it's George. Yeah, 
I don't know how I feel about those statements. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you feel, they're accurate. <laughs> Fair. Um, I showered Thursday. Would you like to shower again? There's some technical slip coming out. Actually, I showered twice on Thursday, but... <laughs> like you okay, said, there's so... dry soap coming out. So, uh, yeah. yes, uh, next up, uh, tentacle soap. Um, so, to I, I, I'm going to take a stab at this just by looking at pictures. So, this is a bar of soap you buy that you use to wash yourself because you were filthy, dirty, and nasty. And when you're done using the soap, you get a dice out of it. That's the way I'm reading this as well, yeah. Um, there's a whole heap of new dice. I, I've never heard of this person before, but I came across it randomly. I was like, I like this. I need to talk about this. So the dice are clear and have moving parts on the inside. So the tentacle one actually has a tentacle inside of it that will move on the inside of the dice. Tentacle, uh, tentacle, 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 tentacle. That's what I said. Um, yeah, so I just I like guess... saying tentacle. Ah, fair enough. I guess the downside of it is because it's not solid all the way through and has a liquid on the inside of it, it's not guaranteed to be fully balanced. But I don't think I have a problem with that because that's clearly not why you buy these. So, so here, here's my, <laughs> here's my take on this. Um, you, you've gone into a genre where the people who use dice like this have a societal stigma of being unwashed and uncleaned. And and having an aroma about them, not just that. And so, what balance dice too when you roll? And so, you make a bar of soap that say, "Here's a bar of soap," and you'll get a really cool D twenty or whatever out of it after you've used the bar of soap to clean yourself and make yourself clean and smell good. <laughs> I, and then you can't use the dice because it might not be balanced. That doesn't matter, Sam. Yeah, I know. Uh, someone who's going to buy a bar of soap with a D twenty in it. Um, probably isn't going to care too much about how 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 balanced the die is especially if yeah. the die has a uh, a tentacle in it well yeah. some of these actually look kind of painful like that bottom one that has the ninja star um i'm looking at the banana one is that a banana or no that's the moon <laughs> it looks like a banana um <laughs> we we try to keep this show friendly so that you know the, the younger gamers can listen to it but that does not look like a uh, a moon that looks like a banana um and we're talking about soap and cleaning and um ooh, look at that one that one's sparkly um so the first thing i'm gonna knock this person on um can we get some better photos that are a little more focused that's fair um whispers from the garden it's got the three eyeballs the soap picture looks really good right below it there's a picture of two dice they are so out of focus the background is super in focus the dice aren't I don't care about your background. I care about your dice because I'm going to buy your soap in hopes that it makes me clean and smell good so that when I go to the game store, I'm not told to go home and shower because I stink. I want I want to see what the dice look like when I use the soap to make yeah. myself clean. The video on the top of the page actually do show you with them rolling. It does take it three or four times to get it to roll in the right direction. But um, but yeah, that, that is actually, you can actually um that being said uh one of the pictures right below into the catacombs those dice look amazing is that the black and red one no it's the one with the skulls oh yes no yeah yeah i agree see a good focus picture of what the dice look like i want those dice because those dice look cool 
I don't care if those dice are balanced because I want to roll those dice. Because when I roll a natural 20 and the skull is floating in there, I will cackle maniacally as I describe in detail how I eviscerate and destroy whatever I am attacking off of that natural 20. Yeah. Um, cool concept. I, I kind of like the, the, the tongue-in-cheek of, here's soap, gaming nerd. Clean yourself. Get dice. I like that. Um, not not because I'm a jerk, but because I've been in several instances, and it's not just in gaming stores. Socks, you can attest to this. Sometimes in the military, the guy next to you, you're like, "Dude, when did you shower last?" Yeah. Um. Really neat. Um. Yeah, and it's it's a really unique idea as well. The next one that I've flagged is actually a role playing game we discussed six to eight months ago. Um. There's a second edition of this game that's being worked out on Kickstarter at the moment for worldwide wrestling. And for everybody that's rolling their eyes at the moment, hold on for a minute. Because it's a role-playing game where you get to be a wrestler. So if you don't like wrestling, you can take the absolute living piss out of it. Or if you do like wrestling, you can be super serious. And the game still works either way. There's nothing about this that doesn't sound fun. Uh, I actually have the old version that I brought not that long ago. Um, which for most people would go, yeah, but I just brought this. It really annoys me that they're doing a second edition already, except this guy actually has a cheaper tier for either those people that are struggling financially or those people that literally just brought this game, like myself. Uh, and he's just running it on and on, on a pledge. I hope that everybody's being honest about that. Um, there's only 103 people that's backed the cheaper one. Most people have gone for the more expensive one. Um, this is a Kickstarter that's being done right. So, so I will say this, uh, just just based off what you're saying right there, Bruce. I will say this, and I I am one of those people <clears throat> in the gaming community. If the people have the money to do something, they spend their money to do that something. They don't like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that because it's twenty bucks. Like, dude, that's awesome. I'll pay thirty bucks. You know, like the community, if they can afford to do it, they're going to do it. And so, if they're going to, you know, if he's doing an honor system, you know, it's just like I don't have a lot of money. Okay, cool. And most people are like, no, I can, I can front 20, 25 bucks for this. No problem. Whatever. So, yeah. But for the people that have literally just brought this recently, it's nice that he is actually giving those options to try to avoid the complaints of, hey, I just brought this three weeks ago or however long. Right. Um, so I, I'm going to have to default to, to your opinion, Bruce, because, well, this is your, so not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Wrestling and fighting tournaments is something that happens in D&D games already. Uh, not so much the wrestling. I mean, unless you're playing that wrestling is real and is happening for real in the D&D world, as opposed to fake fights and stuff. Which, that's the only place where wrestling is actually any sort of real is in D&D. Unless it's Roman Greco in the Olympics. I was, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Uh, funny story, originally wrestling was real. They changed it because nobody was interested in watching the real fights happen. Anyway, um, I actually do like this. Um, I've been wanting to get a game of this going for a while. Um, it's, again, a time factor problem. Um, definitely excited for this. Uh, I definitely have backed it, uh, or will be backing it, if the page ever finishes loading. Um, yeah, no, th this is good. It's a very unique concept. D&D um, &D works if you play serious or if you play dumb, um, but not a lot. You can't really play Call of Cthulhu that way. Um, there's a lot of role-playing games where you kind of you have to be serious about it because it's all so super serious. 
I kind of like the ones where you can kind of just have without ruining the game. There's a, one last Kickstarter that I brought out, which is actually a Kickstarter that's coming back. Because this is one that um, it didn't meet its goals early enough um, and they had to kind of rework how they wanted to do their campaign. I think this is something that we've looked at before after it closed and was like, how did this not back? Um, because I do remember talking about Primal Clash once before. Um, but this is ancient civilizations riding dinosaurs in war. So it's Lizardmen, but a fully fleshed out world around lizard. Uh, except it's people riding the dinosaurs, not lizard. I was going to say, there was a cartoon about this, like, when I was like... Dino Riders. Oh my god, you know the name of it. Yes, I do. I could not remember the name of it, but as soon as, as, soon as you were talking about that, I'm like, there was like a cartoon and a toy line based off. Um, yeah. Also, Bruce, uh, check the chats. Um, you yeah, need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so let let the viewers in on the joke. Uh, uh, longtime listener JP, he, he was very excited because Bruce, Bruce posted a meme that he had been looking for. It reminded me of another one, of a luchador. For those who are not familiar, luchadors are Mexican wrestlers. They wear masks to hide their death disease, and that's the worst thing is to have your mask pulled off. And the meme is a luchador, and it says, Boss, during this time, we are requiring all employees to wear a mask to work. Me. And it's a picture of a luchador wearing a mask. And I think Bruce should wear a luchador mask. I own a luchador mask. Why does that not surprise me? I brought it for a costume party once. Why does that not surprise me? Because it's me? Yes, because it's you. Um, That seems really cool. Um, uh, I'm looking... Okay, so there's a woolly mammoth, uh, a, a long-legged triceratops? Yep. Um... So, so this looks like kind of one of those. Uh, it's a board game, but it's a minis board. Game. And and as I go, I I I'm finding I like those better. Well, let me let me let me take a step back. I like those a lot because they're more accessible to people who aren't the uber nerd who's like, wait, you have to buy how many units of stuff, and then you have to do all this. Like, oh, all the stuffs in the box. Okay, cool. Yeah, and this is to my knowledge. The first one that's done the other point that I've... Because it's been talked about for years at this point with 3D printers around, why would people buy minis? Now, I, I know the answer to that question is because we want to buy minis and do it ourselves. But this one actually has a pledge for those that would like to print the minis themselves. Oh, neat. So it's like, I pledge this. Cool, here's the CAD files, print them. Yeah, so for example, there's a box here that would normally cost you $90. That comes with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight minis, um, six D6, um, unit cards, a rule book, a token sheet, or you can pay twenty bucks, you get the STL files to print the minis, and all of the books, etc., are digital. I assume that you would have to find your own dice. Oh my god, that's gonna be so hard with the literal mountains of dice that we um they you, do the you same. own dice starter set? I, I don't I have do any mind. dice. Where, where do you get dice from? Anywhere you like. Okay. Um. So I actually have backed this. It stop, stop right off the bat. First thing I see that I immediately love is they have an actual measuring, like tape measure, like measurements that people can look at and understand to show how big the stuff is. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I actually noticed that as well. So there's a, 
Uh, I'm going to say an Aztec guy that's riding a raptor um, of some kind. Actually, it's not a raptor. It's too big. Oh, Allosaur. Around four. It'll be, yeah. And it's about four inches tall, as opposed to the Primaris Marine that they're showing that's just under two inches tall. One and three quarters inches. What's, is that a Necromunda mini next to it? Um, I don't know what that mini is next to it. Anyway, whatever it is. But they're actually—they're not just showing it in scale with other minis, like George said. They're actually showing it with a ruler there as well, which is a really nice touch. Yes, uh, there's different that... factions in this. There's expansions that you can get. Um, so there's one faction that's very Egyptian in its theme. There's another one that's very Aztec in its theme. Uh, there's another one that's kind of very Grand Empire Queenie type thing as well. Um, yeah, they all, so this is called Primal Clash. Uh, it's a game that I have been watching for a while. Um, yeah, I, I love everything about this. Um, next, it looks like we got some goblins from Mantic Game. Yep, so this is a, a kit that's replacing an old kit. Um, so they've got a new rabble of goblins. That's, uh, the they've old got a new was... rabble of what? Goblins. Okay, you cut off there for a little, for a second. Oh, okay. So gobos. So these are for either Kings of War or Vanguard, depending on what you play. You could use it for both. Um, the old hard plastic goblin mold's being retired, uh, and there's a new ten man sprue coming. Basically, the old kit was kind of like like it's a five man kit, uh, but then they added a different sprue from to add to it to convert it to other things. Where this is a more inclusive sprue that comes with everything already. So it's going to make things easier for that. Uh, for someone that's seen the old kit, these models just destroy the old ones. Uh, the old—I mean, the old ones are fine, but these are most especially the one that's doing the Hadouken. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Last goblin image uh, on the article. If you scroll down, it's doing a Hadouken. Oh, like, oh my god, I love that. See, this oh. is also the advantage of being old, is you can see stuff like that and reference it to awesome obscure stuff like the Hadouken. Yeah. So there's a lot of new stuff that's coming. There's new riders that are riding the equivalent of one of those things from the Lord of the Rings. Warg. That. Yeah, Warg. Um, are the they called Warg in Lord of the Rings? It's something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, like Mantic are really pushing their stuff forward really nicely. Um, they call them more beasts, as in M A W, like the mouse. But yeah, I already have an abyssal dwarf army, um, which is going to have to get upgraded for the new models that are coming. But um, I like the fact that the guy that's riding the more beast, he's got his hand on his head to try and stop his hat falling off. It's just little things like that that I really like. Um, but yeah, look, Mantic are really picking up their game. Uh, their sculpts are really moving forward. Uh, it's not just we are the cheap one and it doesn't matter if they look a little bit naff, but they are actually picking up their game big time. And I'm not having a go at Mantic. I own quite a few men, um, but they've never tried to be Games Workshop. They've always as, been as, the 90s. As technologies advance and, you know, whatnot, you know, things are going to get better. And Games Workshop has been at the forefront of this. Uh, TT Combat slash Hot Games, they were kind of doing some of the stuff on their own, you know, or just like, you know, really pushing it for being a small company. And <clears throat> as it advances more and more, these companies are going to start doing more and more advanced things. I also think some of it too is, you know, you know, um, who's that guy that worked at Games Workshop that went off and did his own thing? Andy Chambers. No, I was thinking more of Duncan. Oh, no, someone else did. 
Andy yeah, yeah. Chambers did that too. Duncan but... did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ronnie. But but what, what I'm saying is, you know, Everybody. as some of these people leave other companies and they go work for other companies, they're going to bring what they've learned to these other companies. And maybe that's why they go to these other companies is because they've been approached to be like, we'll give you this if you come here and do this with what you were doing here. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Um, speaking of beautiful stuff, um, I mean, beautiful is a word to use. They're kind of gross, but um, there's some new uh, Trogoth models. No, these are not new models. That's not oh, the not... important part. Um, but they are beautiful. Um, I was going to say the one vomiting rules. That's disgustingly yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, and so literally disgusting because for... it's vomiting. Yeah, these came out for the goblins uh, a little while ago. But oh, so we're just getting some update rules? Not just updated rules. They're releasing solo rules so that you can oh, play against these things. And oh. if you don't own these models, you can substitute anything you have that you think works. I wonder if this is any sort of push to, or not a push, but in response to, so yes. these are social games. We can't be social, right? Yeah, that, that is exactly what they've done. So it's, they've designed a mini campaign system that you can play by yourself against the Trogoths. Uh, in my case, I, I could pick Thankful and a couple of other big things I own. Uh, and you are playing a game by yourself, like a board game, essentially. There's a guy in the Star Wars Legion community that's kind of done the same thing. Um created his own uh, ai skirmish rules that you could play by yourself with, with legion nice yeah there's a few companies that's trying to do things like this at the moment um as opposed because the other option of course is you could use something like tabletop simulator uh to play online assuming that it's been made properly for you yeah, yeah. well I, th I think next thing uh up on the list is um um with with the covid um tt combat has has essentially shut down operations. Same yes. with and, games. Yeah. So there's, they're now added to the list of people like Games Workshop that have closed down now. TT Combat were already planning to, uh, but were kind of forced to do it early because the UK Prime Minister was like, nope, bang, done, that's it, everybody closed. So, yeah. So, um, is that shocking, surprising news? No. Um, everything's no, been shocking. No, but I just thought it was worth mentioning very quickly. Well, and, it, and like it, it's not just TT Combat Games Workshop. Socks has just mentioned Fantasy Flight Games. I'm sure essentially everyone has as far as far as big companies. Now, I have been seeing this, you know, posting on Facebook. So, and I, and I don't know how much flack they've gotten for it, but I know like the locally owned companies, you know, within a certain radius, were just like need some paints. We can deliver them, you know, contact free. You pay for them on our website. We'll drop them off at your door. You know, food delivery's been doing this. DoorDash, you know, where, where yeah, I live, our, like restaurants who don't store. have deliver, they do delivery now. So, you know, and some stores have been doing that. So, my local game store is that way. They're like, if you want to order stuff from us still, we're still, you could pay online, you can pay through PayPal, whatnot. You guys can pick it up or we can send it out to your house if you guys want. So, it's a great way if you have, if your communities are out there being able to do that, do it to help them out because this is a hard time for all these stores and and now that being said, you know, with all these delivery options being opened up, I'm still not letting people deliver to my house because no one delivered to my house to begin with. So I'm not going to say, oh, well, deliver to me now. I'll I'll still go do like a curbside because I always had to do that. So, <laughs> so you're you're being stubborn. 
no, I'm being nice by not saying, well, come to my house now. No, I'm still going to the establishment to pick up. Like, oh, you're, because so, you're so far away. Yeah, because of where I live, no one will deliver food to my house. If I want a, a delivery pizza, I have to go get it. No one will deliver to me. So I'm not making them deliver now. I'm still saying. You'd rather go in and grab it yourself. I, I'm, 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 I'm being considerate. And, you know, I'm still going in like I always had to. I'm just doing curbside. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Captain Sox, there's some Legion stuff coming. Yes, eventually. Star Wars stuff. Hey, George, we were just talking about whatever. It's it's my turn. So, uh, yeah. yes, uh, Fantasy Flight Games uh, had a little live session a couple weeks ago and announced four new units for Star Wars Legion, two units for the Galactic Civil War, Infernal Squad, and Clan Wren. Um, so I'm very excited about it. Uh, one of the operatives... Uh, Sabine Rand, uh, she works can work very, very well with uh, Clan Ren, part of her clan of Mandalorian soldiers, and they've got some of those models on jump packs. Um, so that is cool how they're they're bringing more of those type of operatives into Legion. And then uh, I have a question as well. What's that, Bruce? Why are these on normal bases and not the weird ones that they normally? You talking about the ones with the little uh, cutouts? Yeah. So those are for vehicles. So these are troopers, regular troopers, and so that's why they're on the regular standard side. So are droids on the weird bases ah. then too? Depending on the, the so droidicas are because they're considered a ground vehicle. The regular battle droids themselves are on the twenty-five millimeter. So the vehicle, interesting. Anything, anything that's a vehicle or like a an emplacement trooper, so like a, uh, uh, a a blaster on a tripod, that will be a, have a little cutout. That way they have to move around a little bit harder. Or not a, don't, don't it it a can't game. just turn around and do its thing. It has to, you know, take a move action, so to Correct. speak. Correct. Some of those, some of those, so like a, a medium blaster on a tripod can do a, a can do a pivot, uh, full three sixty. So it can be, but when it's moving, yeah, it, it can't just move three hundred sixty degrees. It's, it's as if. Yeah, and as I go to the other link, I see exactly it's a little uh, mini AT chicken walker thing yep. that the ATRT has a little notch. Correct. Makes so, sense. You put the front of the movement tool on that, and then you walk it to when you move it. You put it on the back side of the, the template, the movement template, just like that. That way, you have to walk around. You don't have that quick reaction to to make quick ninety degree angle turns. You have to move out a little bit and then make your turn. You can't do a ninety degree angle turn with the movement template. It's just you got to walk. Right. Yeah. No. It, it it makes sense. So yeah, Which we actually segues into the next link you put up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the staff writers with the segways, are, yeah, with the the segways, um, literally. You see these literally the segways from that we see in the episodes one and two of uh, Star Wars. They they're coming out with the the, the little droids on the little segway scooters. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see these. Um, these were kind of a part of the leak that happened a few months ago, back in March February time frame. Um, so it's good to see that these are actually coming out as units. Um, so for the droids. I know I'll be building those uh, when they come out September time frame. If if this COVID uh, disaster doesn't prolong that long and mess everyone's uh, product lines up, so back to Infernal Squad though. Uh, Infernal Squad will be able to work quite well with uh, our new operative Eden that I discussed uh, a couple podcasts ago too. So they've got a got another uh, collaborative uh, build to work out with Eden as well as an operative for the the Empire. Yeah, so Fantasy Flight have really been pushing out some good stuff with the sculpts are good um like building wise from what i've heard from you they seem to be 
a lot of fun to build. They have um, been a lot of fun to build, a lot of fun to play. JP, one of our listeners here, I've been chatting with him on our on our chat room here. Uh, he's getting into it. He hasn't played a game yet, but uh, we'll get that fixed here, JP, here real soon. Uh, whether it's uh, up there in your, your local area of Chicago uh, or if you're ever down my way or on Tabletop Simulator, if you ever uh, download that. So, um, Like Illinois and Indiana, they're like neighbors. I mean, <clears throat> that's well, not a stretch. He's up in Chicago, which is about four hours north of me. Oh, my goodness. Four hours. Really? I know. Wow. Oh, so far. George does that every day just to get pizza. <laughs> exactly. There's also some oh, horse even for um, line of sight rules for tournaments. What's yes. the actual change? So this just actually just got released. So as you saw now with the clan ran on, on uh, jump packs, there's also going to be some fake clone troopers on jump packs um, here in the near future as new models. And so everyone was starting to complain that, oh, because you can see the tip of my lightsaber or the tip of my gun, I can shoot your model. And so Fantasy Flight just came out with these tournament regulations where you have, if you scroll to the bottom of that page, you actually have a little silhouette <clears throat> template. And you are to put that next or behind or next to the the unit that you're attacking and if the unit if you can see the unit in, within that silhouette you are able to see that unit in particular and shoot at it so you can see there an example that like luke's lightsaber is sticking straight up normally people would say well because i can see that top half of his lightsaber well i can shoot at luke even though he's behind hiding behind a wall or something and so this so is, is, is this kind of like a uh maybe maybe you can interject on this bruce uh since you maybe know more about uh infinity than i do is this sort of like a, a default like silhouette template of can you see this much yes no you know yep. yeah. yes okay you can shoot no you can't it's gonna be yeah if, if, if you can see this much then it, it yeah you'll be able to see all if you're able to see all of it then yeah you'll have clear line of sight but if you're not then i'll have obstruction and he'll get some cover or whatnot but yeah it's it's pretty much from what i've been hearing around the community it's very much based on what infinity has but go ahead uh, yeah i'd pretty much say it's almost exactly the same infinity actually have physical templates that you use which is like a that, that's what i was is, saying as soon as Sox mentioned that i was just like is this like yeah and okay people, people within the community have already been 3d printing their own and creating their own actual templates instead of just a little paper cutout that you you print out um to use so uh yeah yeah this is what we're seeing around the tournament I've, i haven't played an actual tournament yet but this is what we're using to, to determine line of sight from now on uh for minis at tournaments yeah the, things like this are good um personally when it comes to line of sight rules i've always preferred the the ruling of the top down method like what malifaux and sorry and those sort of companies use as opposed to the real line of sight we have to lean down and look because that's where it gets very the issue with real line of sight can be is that it causes arguments because no, no, because it's all it's very much opinion based and taking people on their honesty. And unfortunately, yeah, not well, everybody's honest. Um, as opposed to something yeah. like Malifaux, my rule card says that I am size one, and we at the start of the game said that this is size two. Therefore, you can't see me because if you look top down, there are wallers in the way. Um, from well, a mechanics see- point of view, I think it works better personally. And see what what I do, you know, when when there's nothing in place like that specifically is I have a laser lock. Okay, so line of sight is structured from here to here. Okay, um, you can't see more than this. So no, I am in cover because less than this much of my model is visible. 
according to the line oh yeah. no yeah actually more of the model is actually visible than what we can see so yeah no you've got full full line of sight on it there is no coverage despite how the table looks yeah and with some of the models like for example those those new clan ran with on their jump packs or whatnot wookies for the rebellion of chewbacca is about a head and a half taller than luke or leia and so he would clearly stand above the silhouette but yet people were like well i can see chewie's head well yeah you can see chewie's head but he's not he's gonna be obstructed because you can't see all of them well now he's gonna have a little bit more obstruction because of this new template that they have that we have now yeah but i still think you could do a headshot on chewie if he's dumb enough to stick his head up because chewie's not that dumb so he's he not get a headshot but on. other wookies might be which there's a unit of wookies that you can buy which are all about the same height as wookie as chewie i mean not being dumb he does hang out with han solo that is true. I mean, that's not the smartest thing. No, Han Solo was like his third dog. That is true. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there's a board game coming out for Company of Heroes. Yeah. So this is this is one that I added real quick because I saw this on Kickstarter. It's already back. It's already the Kickstarter's done. Uh. So I just mentioned that as we we're talking about games that are coming out. Uh. But yeah. Holy crap! Got- the Kickstarter's done. Uh. Eight hundred three thousand out of a hundred thousand. Yeah. It it went that fast. Did well. It did very, very well. So if, you, if you're familiar with the, the, the computer game Company of Heroes, it's a World War II scenario game where you start out with a little base and you got to go around collecting mission uh, centers and fuel centers and monetary centers uh, and then purchase new units and upgrade your buildings to build better units. Well, it's coming out on board game. Um, and it's supposed These to be really These sculpts are actually quite nice. Sculpts look really nice. Um, I was going to say, this looks really good. Like that tiger? Yes. Oh. Have a look at the Sherman. The Sherman's quite nice. So yeah, they've got little little uh, square bases for that you put your little soldiers to march around in. That where you're not having to move five soldiers all around at once. You can just move the entire Sorry, little base. Not Sherman Churchill. Sorry. Yeah, don't Churchill's tank nice. And they've got some various different tank sculpts and terrain pieces and buildings and stuff like that. And so I've got this heavily backed uh, to where I'll have all four factions um, and a couple of maps. So it comes I'm with looking... its own storage organizer. Yes, it does nice. as a Kickstarter. So, and then yeah, what is the heavily backed level there? Oh, I, I how heavily? Which level did I do it at? I didn't do the five fifty. I did the one fifty. Okay, so... okay. So, oh, because right. I'm looking at numbers here. So I was just like, holy. Okay, so that's not looking at this. That's not bad. No. I like what they've done with their infantry trays. These they're quite nice, simple, yep. but they're nice. They are, and they fit inside the buildings too. So when you put them inside the building, the whole tray fits inside the building. Nice. What? Yeah. What? It's like someone with common sense designed a game. Exactly. And just how they have um, all those little upgrade dice markers for for little campaign scenarios that you can set up that fit right inside the trays too. Yeah. There's a few third party people that design things like that for Kings of War. Where you can like do a dice thing and then just kind of make it part of the base. Yeah, I, I like the look of this. I, I noticed that you can do a you can um, do a late pledge, late it. pledge. Yeah, which is how I did Reichbusters, which we'll discuss later. So if, if people want, I'll, I'll, we'll post a link up there on our on our show notes and everything. But uh, yeah, if anybody wants to pledge this, this game, late pledge, they're hoping to get stuff out. They're saying May timeframe, but obviously with COVID, it's kind of messed up. Their production plant is back up and running. That doesn't um, surprise me. So they're hoping to get stuff out August timeframe. So a couple months behind, which isn't bad. Yeah, that's not too bad at all. Uh, and apologies again to the historical gamers. I know what you do to people that get tank names wrong. Please don't kill. Yes, I'm taking the piss out of historical games. Bye. 
Well, I mean, why 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 would anyone know the name of a of 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 a Churchill tank when you have things like a Sherman and a Tiger tank? I mean, the the only great Churchill was actually Churchill because he had no filter. Yeah, wasn't the Churchill tank a great disaster, or was that Sox? the one that they, or is I'm that the one think. that they finished just as the war was ended? That might have been the the crocodile Avery. I don't I remember. remember. Anyway, it's a nice looking tank. It's just gorgeous. Uh, the Tiger is awesome. Yeah, the, no, the, this um, stuff looks really good. Yeah. I mean, it's very board game, but this is good. It's board game-ish, but it, they... So there's two different styles of games that you can play. You can play turn-based, where you, each person takes their turn, or you can play it real-time strategy style, where you're playing everything at the same time. So everyone's moving Ooh. at the same time. Everyone's doing combat at the same time. So there's two different ways to play. So board game style that you take... each, Like I said, each, each take a turn, or you're playing it like the computer game where it's real-time but on the board. Interesting. I'm very interested to see how that works. I am too. And they actually, they, I, I'll, I'll send you guys the email, but I got the email for the rules because they're wanting everyone that pledged the game to, to back the game to review the rules for them as a help. And so I'll send you guys the rules to see what you guys think too. Yeah, happy to take a look at that. Look, historical gaming is not my forte, um, but this looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really cool. Shall we discuss all of the hobby that we haven't had a chance to do? <laughs> Right? Sure. Dream, Blue, Prime, Faith. Um, so my name's first on the list, so I'm guessing you want me to talk first? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, well, I have finished my Iron Labyrinth. Um, so that being said, so this is also the first set of MDF terrain I have put together. Um, and, and I do have a couple critiques, and, and, and these are, these are, these are tiny complaints. Um, there's an inconsistency of like um, cut points. So, you know, like, you know, you cl clip your mini from the sprue, right? So some of these pieces, you know, like you've got like two dozen identical pieces. Some of them are held onto the, the MDF sheet with one point you have to cut. Some of them had five points you had to cut. Why can't they all just be one? M make it Fair. all simple. So that's a fairly minor one. Um other ones too. Um, why do they have to be on such a small point where it's hard to get something like an exacto in to cut that when there's an inch and a half long straight section with no connection that you can easily fit a, an exacto blade into? But you have to, you know, it's on the eighth of an inch section. So again, small and trivial. Um, the, the Iron Labyrinth. So I discovered this at the end. Um, there is a set of instructions missing for one of the terrain pieces you build. I, I had to put it together based off leftover parts and pieces. Well, these parts are left over and they fit here. Hey, yeah, it goes together like that. Was not in the instructions at all anywhere. So ah, yeah. again, small little trivial things. Um, first one I've put together uh, from TT Combat. Uh, I'm pretty happy with how it looks. Um, I, I want to do a little more research to see if I can find a better better glue than just regular ca you know super glue because use pva yeah but i want some, the pvas i uh, the only ones i've got are just like you know regular like you know they fall apart glues you know like you know you know elmer's yeah. school glue so i, I want to find something a little better before i tackle the next one my um, recommendation would be to go to the hob uh, not the hobby store go to the hardware store and get some actual wood glue just get a small thing, not one of the giant ones, because it is more expensive than PVA, but it will hold up better over time. 
but the thing you need to remember is that it will take forever to set. So you're going to need some masking tape or something to try and hold it yeah, while it dries. Yeah, and, and see, and that's why I was using the super glue because you know it would set faster. You and... can mix them, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, I I'm pretty happy with it. Um, for the the overall cost, about twenty five pounds. So we'll call it thirty bucks. Uh, I can fill up um a majority of a two foot by two foot tile. So I think that's a pretty nice. good cost to size ratio uh for for terrain um uh at the start of the podcast i mentioned that i got my my parts in for my dreadnought for the miscast that i was discussing so i've not officially submitted my list yet and uh i will submit it when i'm good and ready michelle so (laughs) jog on uh but i have (laughs) i'm running out of time I am running out of time. Yes, I know. I sh- I should be able to get everything uh, done and up tomorrow, which would be the twelfth uh, of April, as far as submission. So, um, g- gonna gonna do that. Uh, I'm going to do the, the the disruption cannon because it's a disruptor cannon. It's it's better than you know. It, it disrupts stuff. You know, distortion bubbles are awesome. So I'm gonna have a cannon that disrupts stuff. I mean, what's the point of having it if I'm not gonna you know use it? Well, if you can't get it done up and posted tomorrow, Michelle says you have until the twentieth of June now to post stuff. So yeah, I, I know. So, but yeah, he <laughs> he he gave me an ultimatum, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, he's pretty much yeah. doing the same thing for me. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Um. The problem is, is that you don't actually have much of a choice. Yeah, I know. Not uh, good enough. We were going to do this as a group, and you betrayed the group. Hey, I was going to, but now I think I have to because I got delayed. So for your deployment's for delayed, so you're in. You have to do it. Yeah. So for everyone that that doesn't know, I was supposed to get deployed. I was notified of a deployment on the 16th of March. I was supposed to leave on the 30th, but the DoD, the military, decided to hold off on all movement for us. So I guess Michelle. Yep. Sounds like I'm in too. So. <laughs> Woo-hoo! All right. So I'll get mine done tomorrow. Uh, Socks, get yours done, and we'll 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 start doing this. We'll uh we'll see whom can. You know, First. we'll win we'll the competition. Well, and then we'll see. Um, actually, quick question. So you're doing drop zone. You're, we're all doing. No, we're all doing drop fleet, right? I'm fleet. Yes. Yeah. No, okay. I had to Perfect. Change. I didn't have enough to make a legal list. Okay. okay. I knew you were talking about it. I couldn't remember what the actual outcome of it was. Okay. I'm going to discuss something with you guys later. This is, it'll be off the record. So, um, but I've got I, I my list is crap tastic. I'm not going to have any motherships or frigates or gates. It's all going to be like. I'm just going to blow you up and I'm going to have some cor- Corvettes running around. So, <laughs> as long as it's a Lego list, that's all that matters. Right. So, uh, I'm going to try to get the Dreadnought in there and done because it's a Dreadnought. I mean, come on. How how long have has Michelle given me crap about you got a Dreadnought yet? Hey, do you have a Dreadnought? You should get a Dreadnought. I have a Dreadnought. I'm going to get the thing painted. Um, I'm going to lose so much sanity painting the dots, but. I, I, I really think I can do a, a very a very good job based off how I think I want to do the uh, the base coding and all that other stuff. So uh, very excited to um, tackle that. Um, now, as uh, Bruce has said, because we talked about this uh, in an earlier episode, leader of warm toes. What have you got up there for hobby? So not much uh, lately, uh, but now that my uh, deployment has been delayed un- for an unknown amount of time. I guess I'll uh, be pulling out my Scourge and getting them primed and uh, glossed black so I can do some uh, color shift paint on them. 
So, uh, Wait, so you're doing color shift too, Bruce? Are yep, you doing color start. shift? No, I'm not doing color shift. Oh, I was gonna that that'd be even crazier like you know we're all doing the same kind of base like scheme like we're all doing color shift so okay yeah continue captain i did color shift on my scourge so i didn't want to do it on both yeah well this is the competition so i got yeah two colors of color shifts i got a green purple for the main body and then like a burnt orange green for the the fins of the scourge ships themselves nice so you will like that green purple for for your scourge. Um, that's what is on my kiddos, and it looks. Uh, we did a silver base coat, and so it's it, it it's a really different look from, um, what what it, what it should be because of because the base coat does make a difference on how the paint reacts. Yeah. So, so hopefully, if the weather's it's been we've had a cold front come through the last couple of days. So hopefully, if the weather warms up, I'll I'll get those print primed outside since i don't have a, a nice workshop in my house you don't have a garage i do have a garage but my wife doesn't like me to paint in the garage just tell her look i have to get these primed and that's it yeah i know put the foot down no <laughs> well i live on base too so it's base housing too so yeah no um yeah that's that's why i'm trying to like you know figure out and move solely to like uh air, airbrush priming too so i don't have to worry about that now granted yeah. having a spray can of lead belcher Oh, so nice! And, 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 have coming up. Um, you get your you get your Star Wars all taken care of. Did you get light up lightsabers done like we told Shut you up. you should do? Since Shut we... up, George. No, I'd still be. I'm so behind on my my. Uh, I mean, that's the that's the hard thing is is the house that I'm in now. I don't have a full workshop that I had in my other house, and so yeah, that's right. You just got a closet I, right now. I don't have a closet. We actually pulled my pulled my closet out of there and put my daughter in there to help my other boys sleep better. So uh, I don't even have a place anymore. I have my computer desk that I have to pull stuff out, put stuff away just so the kids don't get into it. And so I really do not have an area anymore to paint. Oh, that's so terrible. Yeah. Um. Wow. I'm 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 depressed now to hear that. I mean, before you had at least a closet. Now you don't. Yeah. Now I don't have, have anything. Closet. I don't even have a closet anymore. You Fix need it. to pick up. You need to pick up major so you get a little more clout and get a bigger house than on on base. Uh. If, my major's board is this December, and if I do get major, which I probably will, I'd live in the same size house as I do as a captain. They don't have any bigger houses for majors here. Lame. What's the point of being a major I if know. you don't get a bigger house? Uh, other than the majors, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I have an idea. That, Maybe Bruce? he should get, get rid of a couple kids. <laughs> if he stops having kids, he might have room for something. <laughs> we all got to have kids, but unfortunately for a while, we can move into a bigger house. I won't have an actual workshop well so actually so so this is way off topic when you get to that point then you could actually just buy a house then and actually become an actual homeowner and then if you get redeployed you could just live on base and somewhere else and then continue to pay on the house if that's where you want to like you know settle down forever settle down yeah so that's actually we're we're hoping that i may get picked up uh to go teach rotc next year i'll find out here in june time frame hopefully Ooh, uh where at uh we're thinking about back home in utah now uh, just because that's where both of our families are at and so we're thinking about buying a house if we do get picked up U- utah's better because that's you know it's at least drivable for me too yeah we could we could meet up actually instead of halfway well, across the country well in case he's got dog show friends out in utah too so oh yeah that's true so, so that's way off topic okay um uh teha brucey <laughs> <laughs> Because I've been for those, that don't, for those that don't know, 
every single episode I've been writing a different thing instead of Captain Socks. Um, and so I started playing with my own name as well, just because I felt it was fair. <laughs> but not mine, because so he hates me, now. and I don't deserve that kind of treatment. No, no, you really don't. You, you don't matter enough. Uh, Hobby-wise, um, I haven't had a lot of time for hobby, honestly. Um, in my in our Patreon-exclusive update, um, I showed off what I had been doing over the last month, which was not really shocking. A lot of Marvel Crisis Protocol, some of my Skaven. I showed off the bases in person for those that hadn't seen them, uh, because the pictures that I've showed of the completed model don't actually, you can't actually see how it works properly because feet end up obscuring some of the detail. So I showed them off on the video. Um, I have, okay, so my drop fleet. I am repainting my UCM. I've got a thousand points of UCM that I'm starting with. Um, I have not stripped them. I have painted over the top of the current paint and have then zenithialed over the top of that. Uh, I missed a couple of bits that I have to go back and redo. Um, my plan is to do a more traditional paint job on this and still try to be worthy of something. Um, just for a couple of reasons. A, it photoshops better. Um, but it, you can take photos of it better, rather. Um, so I can hopefully show off some skills in that way. Um, I'm still working on what colour scheme I want to go for, which is kind of the only real issue at the moment. Uh, obviously, I can't go grey, because that's the whole point of what I was getting away from. But, um, yeah, uh, that, that's the large part of what I've been doing. Uh, I did set up my slot car track again uh, into a new design. I need to buy some more corners, apparently, because it's kind of hard to do much without more corners. Um, and otherwise, I've kind of been stuck between rock and a hard place with lots of stuff to do and not a lot of time to do it you should do like a cyan for your ucm as the major color that could work i was i was half thinking of like a blue and an orange if i picked the right things i haven't really decided so if you do a cyan a cyan would go with a red or an orange or a yellow or any of the warmer colors that would give you good high color contrast yeah true and this is just me personally speaking. I think cyan is just such a beautiful color of blue. Actually, no, Bruce, no. No, actually, here, hang on. Apparently we have some being shown. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, I have to find the right pot. Speaking of pots, uh, JP, I'm guessing you're talking about the new uh, drop top pots there? He, he if he's talking about the fake, if he's talking about the fake ones, then yeah. when you listen to this, that was an April Fool's joke. That wasn't actually real. Bruce. There is actually... Okay, yeah. Bruce. So, the blue I'm going to recommend to you. Look it up. I, 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 Excuse me. I think you'll fall in love with it. The code color code is 72721 Magic Blue from the Vallejo Game Airline. Yeah, that is a nice blue, actually. I... No, I don't have that one. I've got a different... George, what I, was I, that? 71721 72, uh, Magic Blue from uh, Game Air. I picked that up for my uh, Blood Bowl team because, you know, it, it, it's a sport team. So, as you know, I like to do, like, you know, my space holes. They're dirty and dreary. Why? Because they're an army out fighting a war. Same thing with my, you know, fantasy stuff. They fight. They get dirty. This is a sports team. So, they're going to be bright and colorful and, like, look at us. We're a sports team. So, I got that blue as the base color, and it is so gorgeous. That is a nice color blue. It's very similar to the blue that I was using on my Skaven. 
maybe I'm just a coincidence. A, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just on a blue kick, but I think that's a really pretty blue. That was just a suggestion I had since you were trying to figure out if, if something, you know, grays and, you know, it's so typical. You know, Michelle, he did those white UCMs and he did it right. And it was just like, ooh. Um, yeah. So, um, I think we're we're at this point. Talk nerdy to me. So, Bruce received and will be playing Reich Busters later today. Okay, so this is where I assume that you're going to turn around and ask me what's Reich Busters. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's, it's Reich, something Reich, where you're Reich. going around and killing like Nazi Germany stuff. Yeah. So before I get into that, George. You and I have both backed something on Kickstarter that we're excited for. Yes. Yeah, I, I mentioned this to you uh, just in a chat between you and myself. And yet, I, and I think with with the current situation of things, I think this is a great idea, one, for us to generate content, and two, you know, a way to kill time. <laughs> yeah. The reason I mention that is Reichbusters is made by Mythic. It's the same company. Oh. So this is a... I'm going to call it a dungeon crawler. Uh, it's very much Captain America-esque. You're getting into the bunkers, into the secret research facility. So I think, um, not Doom, what was the one before Doom? Where it was Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, thank you. Uh, it's very Wolfenstein, Captain America-type-esque. You're big. It helps showy. being old. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. You'd know more about that than we do. Um, so the heroes in this are all from the Alliance. Um, or the Allies, rather. Um, you've got a couple of American guys. There's a Scottish guy. There's an Irish guy. There's a Kiwi guy. So it's not an Australian. So it's a Kiwi. In fact, it's, it's a Maori. It's quite literally Kiwi. Captain America's uh, uh, Howling Commandos, then. It definitely feels that way. Um, so it's all modular tiles. Uh, it's very heavy on your tokens. Uh, it's very heavy on a mechanic of making noise. You have to avoid making noise, because if you do... All of the trouble's going to come your way and you're going to get destroyed. Um, so kind of like uh, Metal yeah. Gear Solid. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, that makes it. Yep, I could see that comparison. Um, so I haven't actually played it yet. This is a Kickstarter that was done a couple of years ago now. Um, like a year and a half or so. And I actually missed out on the Kickstarter. Um, but I ended up being able to do a late pledge. What's so fancy about that? I was able to do a late pledge about four months after the late pledge was closed because they had room for another. And I was like, damn, I missed out on this. That's actually disappointing because this will not be going to retail, unlike the game that we back. Um, I was like, oh, well, actually, I could probably slip you in if you want. So I was like, yes, please take my money. Uh, I only got the base nice. pledge. Um, so it was like 150-ish, uh, which was the base game plus all of the unlocked uh, freebies, uh, which they call the cargo hold, and yeah, look, I, reviews for the game have been mixed so far. I don't have a review of my own at this point because I haven't played it. Um, That's the dice today. Tower kind of gave it like a four out of ten, and I'm not entirely sure I agree with everything that he had to say, but I guess I will find out. One of the common things with Kickstarter board games, specifically, is errors in the rulebook, um, and one of the comments he made was that. He got tired of having to go back to the rule book and flip back and forth to find things, which is a fair enough, but I guess I'll see if I feel the same. Um, but I'm excited for this. And I say it's been mixed because there has been a lot of positive reviews as well. It's kind of been very love or hate. Um, but mechanics-wise, it kind of feels like you're playing an action movie. Um, 
that that's certainly the way that it's been designed. It's all big and showy, and do I take the risk of doing this really awesome thing and making too much noise? Or yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. So speaking of method games, uh, what did I mention this to you, Bruce? Was it like two days ago or something like that? I think it was last week. You're talking about um, like when we received this stuff, we could actually play it. Right. So I fully backed um, uh, Super Fantasy Brawl. You fully backed Super Fantasy Brawl. So in theory, you and I will get piece for piece matching kits. Yes. And then in theory, because of this thing called the internet, one of us could set up and, and, and you could have your own setup so you can physically see it for yourself. And we could we could play against each other across yeah. uh, across time. Actually, hypothetically, um, you could very easily like we could both set it up from different points of view. Uh, this would be massively fiddly. Um, but like I could have like a hard cam from the top down view, and you could have a hard cam from like the side or something. Uh, and then we just edit it together afterwards, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 but. So Nigel and I and I did this way back when Drop Fleet was new, and it was yeah. kind of difficult because you know he he was primary I think PHR, and I, and I think that's probably where the problem ran into with him him leaving so early is he became so disheartened because of how <clears throat> PHR played versus Shaltari Scourge and whatnot. It wasn't just that he also ran out of time to. Well, it, well, his gaming community uh, died in the area too. So, but uh... um. With you and I getting, you know, part for part kits, there's going to be you no, know, okay, this is this. No, we'll have the same model, you know, and and I'm actually looking forward to this because, yeah, as it is right now, the only people I have to play games with are Casey and my son. Yeah, I'd definitely be keen to try this. And and yeah, and and, and I'd be, you know, not just because one, you know, getting to play with another gamer. Um, but <laughs> um, playing with someone who's who's you know like playing with someone who's not you know one of the normal people I've been playing with because I, I you know I, I Casey lives with me I, I like her a lot you know she she is my special special person but you know playing games with her all the time gets kind of boring. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, I've been doing that with my my two oldest boys, teaching them how to play Legion, and they're and they're loving it. Um, to the point where they're wanting to get, the, get their own army. So I guess I know what I'm getting them for Christmas is a corset so they can split between the two of them. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm wanting to get out there and play with the other guys that I have in the local area. Uh, so this whole situation has been not fun for all of us. Yeah, it's a, tad, it's a tad frustrating. But otherwise, I think that might be it-ish. I mean, I do have the upcoming events still there. They're still the yeah. same ones from before. Uh, Gen Con, in theory, is still happening. Uh, at this yeah, stage, I Gen- I would... yeah, I was going to yeah, say, with your with with you being pushed out on your deployment, are are is that changed? Are you going? Well, right now, uh, they're saying lift, the orders could lift in August time frame. So I don't know. Depending on how soon, how rapidly I could move after this lifts, I'm not sure. So I've already, I've canceled altogether just in case. Yeah, I mean, it's also worth noting that if if your orders don't lift before August the chance of this actually happening probably goes down quite significantly too. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't officially announced yeah. whether or not Gen Con is going to be canceled, but I know they're still looking into that. I mean, yeah. as we know, a lot of other events have been canceled. I would uh, argue that it's the world. too early to make that call at this point. We're only, I have to agree. Um, 
but yeah. So Texas Australia is still coming up as well. I, I'm gonna share. Well, so I'm gonna share something real quick too that um, we didn't mention, and um, I, I thought this is a really cool thing. So um, again, to mention him, um, he, he's a great listener and follower. So you know, we we do love him. Uh, JP. Um, he lives up in the Chicago area, so he was a regular uh, frequenter of Adepticon. As we know, Adepticon, it's not happening now. Uh, in turn, they're doing um, a challenge coin thing, you know, to help continue to raise money and uh, send money to a children's hospital. So being in the area and being a thoughtful guy that he is, JP is is sending us all challenge coins. So apparently he's going to hire a dolphin to get one to you, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, which he he reached out to ask and asked if he could do that and asked for addresses and stuff, which was very very nice of him. Certainly didn't have to. I mean, because one, it's you know you know that's something cool for us. It's just like, hey, we're we're getting something that's cool. Thanks for thinking of us. Two, he's supporting something that's good. I mean, children's hospitals. Charity. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yep. You know, you you know, like, would you like to children's hospital? Yeah, here's five bucks. I don't care. It's children's hospital. Cool. Here, you know, whatever. You know, the, the, those are the children's hospitals are one of those things where you know it doesn't matter what you're asking for or anything like that. You know, as soon as I hear it, I'm just like, cool. How much? Yeah, I can do that. No problem. Um, local store here. They, you know, they always do a. Would you like to round up to the nearest dollar to send to this children's hospital? Yeah, I, I, I you know. It's 60 cents. Yeah, I'll send 60 cents. No problem. So for JP to go out and do this, you know, it's really awesome. And I just want on the podcast for everyone else who listens to hear that he's doing this. It's super awesome. I can't wait to see it because Captain Sox, you know, I, I know you probably got a few chops. Oh, yeah, quite a few. So, yeah, it's, it'll be fun to, to see those come in hand. And, and JP, I'll... thanks again for that. No, so. I'm saying you've probably got a few challenge coins laying around, right? Oh yeah, I've, I've got. Oh yeah, I've got. I've got one from the Lebanese uh, Air Chief of Staff. I I quite literally just barely missed out on getting a challenge coin from uh, Marine Corps General uh, Krulak when he was Commandant. Nice, that would have been awesome. Yeah, like how often do you get that? You know, never. Not, so, not a, I, yeah, like very rarely. Ch- challenge coins are a cool thing. They, they they've become a lo- little more mainstream compared to what they were, but you know. It, the, the thought is there the thought is awesome so just remember this socks especially you since you're in the area it, it kind of a different impact since you don't drink but uh if you ever run into jp make sure you have that with you so you can slam it down from him and he has to yep. buy a drink <laughs> yep exactly um with that i think that's about it for us yeah i think so thank you to everybody that continues to support us um we are currently live on patreon as I kind of hinted to earlier, there is an exclusive post that will be going out once a month with pictures and potential videos of our hobby that we've discussed. Um, you can find us at facebook.com slash getting tabled, Twitter that we need to use more at getting tabled, patreon.com slash getting tabled. Uh, the website is getting tabled.weebly.com or you can email us getting tabled at gmail.com. Have I missed anything? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I was toying around with looking at other sites, but they only allow for a one linear blog. And with us trying to do both, you know, audio and video content and the occasional article needing three separate blogs. Um, no, I, I think that's it. And we're going to be staying with this for a while. 
as it is. Um, I, I also think it's kind of a running joke that we have a Twitter and we never use it. So, and that's been the joke from the, that's been, it's been like that from the beginning is yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I do post on Twitter some. I don't even have an account, so. See? That... <laughs> <laughs> I should have right. shared well, the Patreon stuff on there too, actually. I forgot. I did it on Facebook. Well, with that then, this will be hitting the Patreon and uh, and then it will be going public. So with that... Uh... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mataris at soundimage.org. Stay safe. I couldn't really say play more games.